Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This guy in Ottawa, Canada may be eligible for the award for the most bitter divorce ever. Relationships can end for a large number of reasons, and we don't know what caused 55-year-old Bruce McConville and his wife to call it quits, but we do know he wanted to be sure that she didn't get any of the stuff that he felt she wasn't entitled to. The judge in the case knew there was going to be trouble, so he issued a court order to McConville to not sell anything, either real or personal property, feeling that he'd keep the proceeds from those sales out of the court's reach. But McConville defied the court order and then went to the bank, making as many as 25 withdrawals from six different bank accounts, amassing a pile of cash that he didn't feel like his soon-to-be ex was entitled to. The total, just a shade over a million dollars. And he set it all on fire. (laughs) When he stood up in court during the divorce proceeding and announced that he had burned all the cash, he was found in contempt and led away in handcuffs. To a padded room, I would think. I would say you, so. A million dollars he just I mean, set on fire? Yeah. Does he have proof of that, or is uh, he just no, saying there's, that? No, he could very well just be saying that, because there's no video and no witnesses. But it's a pretty bold move, though, if he did it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's bold. Yeah, I don't know if bold is the right word, but... <laughs> can you think of another word possibly cliff a stupid pretty well yes cliff i don't know if this is some scam going around on emails yeah i know there's been reports of different ones going around i think i've got a unique one but maybe maybe some of our listeners are experiencing this okay is there anyone else that's listening right now are you getting emails with the subject line Mm-hmm. From the makers of Wart Be Gone. <laughs> I've been getting like a half a dozen of these, Cliff. Yeah. And I'm scared to open it up because I'm like, what kind of subject line is from the war- makers of Wart Be Gone? <laughs> Should I be worried, Cliff? I mean, you're the IT I guy. Should I open it I d- up? I don't know. I mean, you can open it up and see what it says. Just don't click on anything inside the email. You haven't gotten any of these here? I have not gotten any kind of an email from anything to do with wart be gone. I can't be the only one, can I? I didn't get singled out to be the wart man, did I? Are you the only one with warts? I don't have. Well, I don't think I have warts. There's places I can't see and check. Well, I'm not helping you. (laughs) How's that? Well, thanks a lot, buddy. My pleasure. We had a woman named Mary Margaret Nelms is the vice president and general manager of WCIV-TV in Charleston, South Carolina. And if you're curious about what the job duties of vice president and general manager of a medium market television station is, here's an idea. Oh, sure, there's all that hiring and firing to be done. I mean, TV's a ratings game like no other. And if people don't like the face that delivers their news, they'll go to a different station. And that means Ms. Nelms have to find another fresh face that hopefully is more likable by people in her community. There's decisions about programming to be made, about engineering needs that need to be met, a complicated maze of FCC regulations to be navigated. And because WCIV is a Sinclair station, she also has to answer to the corporate office higher-ups. And then 
There's that memo she sent to all station employees Tuesday, which has been paraphrased by the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. It goes as follows. Every employee and visiting client benefits from having a clean, sanitary work environment, but it has come to our attention that the men's bathroom is not being kept as neat as it could be between cleanings. So please, stop smearing your boogers on the wall. (laughs) Someone apparently printed off the email and hung it in the break room, adding, Snot funny. (laughs) You made that up. No, I did not. (laughs) That story is right up your alley, Cliff. Oh, but I know. (laughs) Well, on a serious note, Cliff. Yeah. How can you tell when you hire somebody yeah. if they have a face that people will like? <laughs> you mean like you? <laughs> oh, I think we know. <laughs> That's why you're on the radio and not TV. See, <laughs> I'm trying to be serious about how you know that. And you throw me down and step on me, Cliff. <laughs> Well, yesterday, Cliff, Yes. I was trying to order some parts for my car. <laughs> Who would have thought that? And I, your car? Yes. You can still get parts for your car? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> At ancientautos.com. <laughs> and I had one of those potapori moments. Is that what wait, it is? Wait, wait, wait. Flash goes off no, in your head, potapori thing. <laughs> Isn't that it? It's something like that. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. But that's not what it is. <laughs> you know when you have a thought that hits you and it just changes your yeah. mindset? Isn't that a pot of porn? It's not a pot of porn. It's a revelation. Revelation. There. Man. Let's I had use that. that. All right. Well, I was looking pot at the parts at ancientautos.com. It okay. hit me, Cliff. Yeah. You could buy yeah. You know the original equipment part yeah. or the second tier level part. Yeah. And then you could buy the generic part which yeah. saves you money right like a grocery store yes you know they have the generic this, yeah. that and the no, other I, I totally understand that and yes. i got to thinking and it yeah. just hit me like a flash mm-hmm. maybe radio should do this really we should have a second level of radio <laughs> generic radio generic radio yes that you and i could do cliff on the mm-hmm. side generic radio and we would call it yeah Crud radio. <laughs> because you know what you're getting right off the bat when it says right. you're listening to crud, crud radio. radio. Yes. What well, do you think? Would this, this actually be like an over-the-air thing? Well, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I mean, it couldn't be like a podcast. I mean, we already have a podcast. Well, we could do that, too. If you could go to weedandcliff.com, you could listen to the podcast. So we're going to do that and crud radio. Yes. <laughs> What do you think? Well, you know, I think the the goofy thing about being involved in radio is that radio stations make um, claims in their logos or, you know, that on-air identifier that are not quantifiable. Yes. Like sometimes we are known as saying more hits per hour. More I've than heard that. More than what? <laughs> you can't quantify that. But... If we did crud radio, people would identify us and quantify that we are, in fact, doing crud radio in, I don't know, like 30 seconds or so. <laughs> We're speaking to the listener right there. Exactly. My pot of pouring was true. It's a revelation. 
Not a pot of pori. <laughs> well, it's something like that. I don't know if you saw this clip, but a guy in New Jersey, 74 years old, yeah. he crashed his 1997 Pontiac Bonneville outside of his home earlier this week. And, and where was he from again? He's from New Jersey. Okay. 97 Pontiac Bonneville. Okay. He had the wreck because somehow yeah. this gentleman forgot to take the club off of his steering wheel and he couldn't turn the thing. <laughs> you know the club. Yeah. Yeah, it locks your steering wheel up and you can't turn it. Yes. Yeah. Now, as for whether, you know, you really need to use the club yeah. on a 23-year-old Pontiac, I'm not so sure to keep thieves from stealing it. I'm not so sure that's right. required. But let's not kick the guy while he's down because he did go to the hospital from his injuries because... <laughs> Once he took off, it's like, uh, can't turn this thing. What kind of a car was that again? A 97 Pontiac Bonneville. What kind of a car do you have? A 2000 Buick LeSabre. Oh, okay. Yes. I mean, they're pretty close. They're pretty close. <laughs> oh, I'd trade in a moment Oh, for that. you would? Oh, well. Really? Well, not now. He's wrecked oh. it. But before then, I would. Would you need a club to protect it from being stolen? Oh, I've got a club, yes. Oh, <laughs> But you're sounding good, Cliff Ingram. You're sounding I'm, good this I'm morning. I'm pretty well off all those, you know, cold drugs that make you walk around in a fog. That, oh, yeah. That's so, bad. <laughs> I know you go through that from time to time. Yes, but so. I don't follow the directions too well. I just Oh, that's right. You, you self-medicate. Hey, if I've got it in my hand, I'm drinking it. Well, Cliff, I want to speak about the coronavirus just for a second or okay. two. Everybody's all excited and upset and with good reason to be. But let's not get panicky. A lot of folks are now starting to not yeah. open up packages that they've ordered that come from China, <laughs> afraid that the coronavirus <laughs> yes. will be inside the package. Yeah, yeah. They're sending yeah. them back. Yeah. Now look, mm -hmm. you can't get the virus yeah. from a package you opened that came from China. They can't put it inside there and seal it up. So no. when you open it up, it's yeah. like, surprise, yeah. you're infected. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a name of a rock group, <laughs> surprise, you're infected. But anyway, you probably all knew that. I'm hoping you all knew well, that and anyway. You know, you know what I saw yesterday? Someone posted on social. You know how people, whenever they get that bubble wrap stuff? Oh, yeah. You just pop that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, well, if you, if you get bubble wrap in a package that's come from overseas... You could be getting air from China, so don't pop the bubble wrap. I mean, that really just makes no sense. No, 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 no. Yeah. So the coronavirus, yeah. remember, you can't catch it in a package. <laughs> there are plenty of other diseases that you can get in a package. Yes. <laughs> they use email to infect you with the coronavirus. Oh, oh is that how that yeah, works? I, oh. Oh. I think it's labeled, Cliff, <laughs> from the makers of Wart Be Gone, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Think so. <laughs> I think so. We'd so often we speak here of criminals who fail to plan, which of course means they're just planning to fail. But in this case, from Hamden, Connecticut, exactly the opposite is true. Police say their suspect was hired into the convenience store known as the Gas and Guo in Hamden, went through all the training after being hired, and was ready to work his first solo overnight shift. And as soon as he was left alone at work, he pretty well emptied the store, taking over $17,000 in cigarettes, lottery tickets, cash, and other merchandise. There was one other thing dude took with him that proved him to be a pretty smart criminal. His own personnel file, and now the owner of the store can't remember his name, where he came from, or how to contact him. 
Well, I will say this, Cliff. A lot but, of folks try to do that, and they yeah. just a little bit at a time and a little bit at a time. But yeah. day by day, yeah. you're getting closer to getting caught. This is true. He goes in with, you know, all shock and awe right off the <laughs> That's part. That's right, shock and awe. Right off the bat. And <laughs> I'm in and out. I think, Cliff, that maybe it's yes. time for Charmin to cut back just a little bit. Cut back? What are yes. you talking about, cut back? Well, they're always improving everything that they're doing in the field of toilet paper, and they just announced yesterday that yeah. they're going to have a new type of toilet paper coming out from Charmin. <laughs> really? Yes. Another new type? Yes. Now, okay, see, now that you've, you've said that, I understand what you're talking about, because there are so many varieties, it's virtually impossible to choose toilet paper when you go shopping. It's, yes. You have to spend a little bit of time doing some research. Yes. To get what you to get yeah. what you need. Yes. But Charmin says their new stuff yeah. is going to be four times stronger than anything they've ever <laughs> produced before. I don't know if it's bamboo laden. I don't know exactly yeah, what's going what, on with what it. What would you put in that product to make it four times stronger? Yes, but when you yeah. make claims like that, yeah. you know that somewhere out there yeah. right now yes. there's a disgusting dude who's hearing that going. I accept your challenge. <laughs> and all oh, the things he's going to do with that toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, to clip. try to bust through. <laughs> Shall we say? Bust through. Bust through. Is a, yes. I'm going to go with vigorous there. I think you, yes, that's an operative word right there. What are you good at, but you just hate doing it? And there's been all mm. kinds of information on there. Okay. And I... Yeah. I'm going to team up with Tammy, one of our respondents and friends on Facebook. Okay. I have the same problem she does. Uh, what, and what is that? If there's a campfire, yeah. I don't care where it's at yeah. or who built it, mm-hmm. wherever I sit, yeah. the smoke comes right towards me. <laughs> so that's what you're good at. I'm very good at that. I hate it, <laughs> but I'm good at it. If I'm sitting here and it's smoke comes toward me and I yeah. move to the opposite side, yeah. The smoke will eventually roll back around <laughs> and be blowing all over. I'm like the smoke whisperer at your campground. The smoke Cliff. whisperer. Yes. So you people could hire you. Well, they could like we're gonna have this big campfire and we're gonna set weed on this side of the fire, so the rest of us don't have to sit in the smoke. I guess they could. Maybe the fire territory. <laughs> maybe the maybe the far. Maybe the fire so, territory so could the, hire. So what me. you're saying is that the next time there's God forbid a, a structure fire. Yes. They call you down, you stand, and the smoke is drawn towards you, and then they can attack it from all the other sides. And they don't have to use those little blowy things to get the smoke out of their way. I'll Makes be sense. their little blowy thing the right there. Blo- <laughs> I'm not sure you want to be known as a little blowy thing. I don't think that's yeah, probably a bad choice of words there. <laughs> Cliff, do you know what a pescatarian is? A pescatarian? Pescatarian. Um, I don't... Is it... I, is there like a club, like, you know, the Optimist or the Lions Club? These are the Pescatarians? No. Not, not what that is. No, you don't know. <laughs> then I have no idea what a Pescatarian is. They don't sit around in, you know, in the middle of the road <laughs> trying to sell you a Tootsie Roll or anything like that. Wear a big blue hat? No. <laughs> with horns on it? No. No, that's not it. No. And I don't know. A Pescatarian yeah. is a person who doesn't eat meat, but they do eat fish. Oh, They okay. call them a Pescatarian. Okay. And I got to thinking about that, yeah. and I thought, you know, what would I be? Because yeah. when I walk into Daywig Meats and I see all the raw meat laying around, 
It yeah. makes me hungry, and I don't even know how to cook any of it. It just looks good raw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It yeah. looks good raw. Yeah. Then I got to thinking, well, if I was going to be a something, I would be perhaps a pizzatarian. A pizzatarian. Pizzatarian. Okay. Yes, with a, a dash of donutarian on oh, the side. Right. Yes. Pizza and donut could be my lifeline. In time now for Take It to the Bank. Well, way, way back in the early 1980s, Michael Jordan's former agent said Mm -hmm. that Michael wasn't very excited at all about his potential partnership Mm -hmm. with the up-and-coming brand of shoe Mm -hmm. called Nike. Really? As a matter of fact, Michael Jordan didn't even want to go to the first meeting that was held. (laughs) He didn't, huh? And his agent, David Falk, made him go to the first meeting. Okay. It can't hurt to find out what they want. That was the philosophy. Well, no, that's absolutely right. And Michael Jordan kept saying, I don't know anything about this company, Nike. I don't like their shoes. I know that much about them. I've seen them. I don't <laughs> like them. I'm not going. And the shoe itself isn't very good. And Converse is yeah. the dominant shoe. Let's try them. But his agent said, Look, these guys are really hungry for you to be a part of their So he team. signed with Nike, even though he didn't like to wear Nikes. Yes, he didn't like their shoes He at didn't all. like them at all, but no. he signed the agreement to represent their company anyway. Yes. I'm assuming then, of course, they made a shoe that he liked wearing. I believe, Cliff, <laughs> you can't take this to the bank, Yeah. but I believe yeah. that was one of the requirements. Oh, in, in the initial contract? You'll make the shoe that I like. And he had pretty good taste. Well, clearly he knew what he was talking about. Just look where Nike's come from. Yes. After all these years. Had he signed with Converse? Yeah. Totally different trajectory (laughs) for their company. (laughs) No kidding. Wow. And all of that, you can take straight to the bank. I know Michael Jordan has. He certainly has. (laughs) Yes. To the tune of about a billion dollars, he's taking it to the bank. Yeah. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, starboard number three. Surprise. You're infected. <laughs> Number two, I'll be their little blowy thing. No, you don't want to be that. No, you we, don't. No. You said it, and you immediately regretted it. So yes. You don't want to. Be. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, stop smearing your boogers on the wall. <laughs> and number three you don't want is a Hallmark card either, Cliff. Surprise. You're infected. Yeah, yeah that's bad. No. <laughs> bad. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.